0: Hi, this is Brecken Farnsworth
1: and Jonathan Farnsworth
0: of Gem Gem Junkies.
1: Gem
0: Gem Gem Junkies. Gem Gem Junkies.
1: And we're here from Parley Jewelry Designs in Pocatello, Idaho, and we've been doing this for about forty-five years.
0: But we're not forty-five.
1: No, we're not forty-five. My, we're second generation. My dad started the company mining opals in Spencer, Idaho.
0: So we thought it would be a fun idea to get together once a week and talk about what's new in the industry, what we're seeing out there. We've had a lot of customers ask us what's going on.
1: And whenever we talk to friends and family, they're always curious about different gemstones and where they come from. And so we decided that we'd create a little podcast because this is what we're excited about. And so we thought we'd uh, talk about what we love most, which is gemstones.
0: Yep. So today we're going to talk a little bit about lotus garnet.
1: Uh, lotus garnet is uh, a new discovery that was found, discovered in late 2015 in Tanzania. It is a malaya garnet, and malaya garnet was uh, first <laughs> was uh, first found in Tanzania in the uh, 1960s.
0: He doesn't want me to tell you what malaya garnet means.
1: Okay, Brecken, what does malaya garnet mean?
0: Malaya means prostitute.
1: <laughs> So, Brecken is somewhat right and somewhat wrong in that. So, Malaya does not directly mean prostitute. Malaya in Swahili actually means out of the family because Malaya garnets are not of any one kind of garnet family. They are a combination of pyrope, spessartine, and almondine. And so, just like they're not of one family, neither are prostitutes. Once they are prostitutes, they are...
0: Kicked out. Out of
1: the family. <laughs> So,
0: But I think we need to talk a little bit about garnet, like that it's this huge subcategory that has all these different families with the goshular garnets, which are like your savorite and your mint garnet, and then you've got your pyrope, your almondine, your spessartine, all those kind of things. Should we should have a chart. We'll put a chart up on the blog. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, so you guys can all see how vast the family is, and how I- diverse.
1: I think I think that uh, garnet is something that's very unknown for the most part as well as underutilized is that there's so many beautiful garnets. They don't just come in that ugly brown or beer dark. dark, boring colors. They come in all these amazing, beautiful colors, pretty much every color of the rainbow.
0: But not blue, right?
1: No, actually even blue. So blue is a very rare color. You don't see it very often, but there are some blue garnets that have been found in the past. Uh, so... Back to lotus, so as a malaya garnet, malaya was first found and named back in the 1960s. And it was found in Tanzania, but most of the... uh,
0: It was really ugly. Yeah, it was really
1: earthy colors. Browns. Browns and kind of, yeah, just earth tones. And so these earth tones were never had gained much popularity. And so they continued to mine them off and on, but not a lot of marketability. And so in 2015, I went by one of my, uh, one of my regular suppliers and partners who does amazing cutting. And, uh, his uncle actually lives on the ground in Arusha, Tanzania. And I went by his booth just mostly just to say hi and see what's new. Cause that's something I always check out what's new. And he had these amazingly beautiful orangey pink to pinky orange garnets. And I said, what are those? And he said, well, they're malayas. And I said, what does Malaya mean? And we're back to where we were before. And <laughs> uh, so I said these are these are really beautiful. And uh, so I brought them brought them back and showed them to my dad and to Brecken, and uh, they thought they were beautiful as well, and thought, wow, these are really the same color as like Padparasha Sapphire. Well,
0: I think we need to talk about like the time to- the time in the industry. So Morganite has been extremely popular, and we decided not to get into Morganite because. Everybody is involved in morganite.
1: Well, and it's irradiated and heated, which yeah. is, we tend to carry gemstones, who, which have the least amount of treatment possible.
0: Right. So, so when really we, famous. yeah. So when we found the garnet, it kind of fit fit all the.
1: Which I guess the that's things what we are th- looking for. That's one of the other things we should go back on, is, is that garnets, there is no treatment for garnet. It's right. one of the very few gemstones that there is no treatment, not even heat. Yeah. So that's something that's very cool about garnet, the, is that they're a hundred percent natural.
0: Right. So we didn't get into Morganite. We had a lot of people calling us and asking us for podprasha sapphires for engagement rings, but then we'd of course quote them prices that and they it was just totally out of the budget. So when we found the lotus garnet or the malaya garnet, it wasn't lotus to scarn it yet, uh, we thought it fit a big void in our company, and that's kind of why we decided to to carry it.
1: Yeah, so Padparasha sapphire is also orangey pink to pinky orange. That's the direct definition. And Padparasha in Sanskrit means lotus flower. And so that's where we came up with the lotus garnet name. Was we, this was My vote color. was
0: not for lotus.
1: Garnet. No. no, you wanted rosé. Rosé. Rosé all day.
0: Rosé all day. Well, it was the middle of summer. It was hot. I was drinking a lot of rosé wine. And so I thought it fit.
1: Yeah, it would have fit as well, but Lotus Garnet was the was the winner. She, I
0: got outvoted.
1: Yeah, first, okay. first time ever.
0: I drank a whole bottle. Of this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so we named it Lotus Garnet, and uh, we uh, I went back to my I went back to my friend who had the who had this beautiful malaya garnet, and I said, "I'm in, but I want all of it. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to I want it all." And he said, Jonathan. Don't you know that I don't own Tanzania? And I said, no, but you can put the word out that anything that comes out in this color, you're a buyer. And therefore, I'm a buyer. But if I find out that you sell any of these gems to anyone else, I will no longer be a buyer of anything from you. And so it was uh, it's turned out to be a great partnership. Yeah, and
0: that's the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
1: It has been a beautiful friendship. Yeah. And so now Lotus is a significant part of our business and it's been uh, it's been really fun to have something unique and different that is also limited is is that the the mines now have all are all pretty much done we're basically getting nothing new. So this is something that uh, if you love the color definitely talk to your local jeweler and
0: I think what we need to talk about, too, is that we didn't buy all of the malaya garnets. No, of course. Like, like, like you yeah. said, is well, that our partner... No, didn't... but we have a very specific color. Oh, package. yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so. so the material that was coming out of this mine wasn't just the material you'll see from us in the lotus. Some of it fell more into those traditional malaya garnet colors into more of the earth tones.
0: yellows, browns, and or then, more
1: towards rhodolite. Yeah. There were like some a of them that were a lot, rotolite color. Yeah. A lot yeah. a lot darker. So the interesting thing about these ones that were the the ones that we actually ended up is that they're a combination of pyrope, spessartine, and almondine, and of those, they can range anywhere from 60, 61% pyrope and only 6.4% almondine. To some of them have as much as forty-five percent almondine, forty-six and a half percent pyrope, and eight percent spessartine. So it and sometimes they have as much as even thirty-two percent spessartine. So I think
0: that affects the color too, because your spessartine is more of a is an is an orange garnet. Correct. So when you when you get more spessartine, I think you tend to have a peachier color. Right. Um, more of the pyrope and almondine, it can go a little bit more towards the rotolite color. A bit a big jumble, it can just be brown.
1: Yeah. 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 And so kind of the cool thing is, is that I'm looking at some of the charts here and you have everything from manganese to
0: one of the rarest elements on earth
1: um, to it's a lot of different, a lot of obviously iron and a lot of different, a lot of different trace elements in here. And it's kind of interesting that of how many different trace elements and either even some vanadium in a couple of these.
0: Right. And I think we should say, too, that they fluoresce red.
1: Some. Some fluoresce red, some don't. And you get a totally different color when you take it out in the sunlight than you do indoors compared to fluorescent light compared to... It's just, it's it's a really, you can't call it a color change because it's all in the same color families, but you'd call it a, it had, some of them have a really strong color shift.
0: Yeah. So when you take a lotus garnet outside, it turns into like the brightest, pinkiest, most beautiful. It just seems to kind of glow, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. definitely.
1: Definitely has a glow to it.
0: I think one thing that we should talk about with garnet is how much it sparkles.
1: Yeah, the refractive index of garnet is uh, quite a bit higher than a lot of your other colored gemstones and therefore you get a lot of sparkle.
0: Right. So like GIA terms, it's an over the limit gemstone, which means that the refractometer can't pick up its refractive index. Uh, so other over the limit gemstones are like spinel and diamond, for instance, and we all know how much diamond sparkles. So it so it's kind of in that same sparkle category as a diamond. And when you have a really open color like you do with the lotus garnet or even mint garnet or savrite garnet, you really get to see that sparkle come alive.
1: Yeah, and so something along with the refractive index is also something we should mention is the hardness, is that it's a good durable stone that you can wear pretty much every day. It ranges from 6.5 to 7.5, but mostly towards the uh, towards the 7.5 or most of where your gemstones are going to fall.
0: Right. And so what your di- diamonds are ten, sapphires are nine, that kind of spinel is eight. Spinel is eight. Yeah.
1: So you have all your different gemstones and the different hardness and the on the most scale. And but that isn't, you know, it's not like one to the next to the next. It's not like plus one, it is on a
0: No, it's exponential.
1: It is an exponential scale, so it's it's definitely not anywhere close to as hard as, as diamond, but still it's not soft like glass or opal. Opal or yeah. anything like that.
0: So I so talking about garnet too. It's really rare to get large stones. So I think the largest stone that we got in this material was what, fifteen, uh, 15. carats. Yeah, yeah we we did carats. get one
1: 15 carat gem that that. And, but but that's that's pretty typical in garnet is that they're mostly an alluvial source. So alluvial is a secondary source that's been washed down from the primary source.
0: So you find them in riverbed.
1: Yeah, mostly in riverbed or dried up riverbeds, yeah. and that's what these were. Is uh, you can you can check out our blog and see some of the pictures of the mines. So you there, you know, you can see them out there digging in the middle of the jungle. Uh, that's that's one of the other great things is from a uh, from a
0: reclamation, reclamation
1: right. and a eco
0: eco friendly mining eco
1: friendly mining is, is yeah. that just after after they're done digging these holes, the jungle basically just takes it over again so the, the, after just you know six to twelve months it's almost like there was no mine there ever again and they're, yeah, not, so like they're a not going very season. deep anyway
0: no so like a rainy season will come through and move everything back into place and then i think a lot of times they can go back in in the same location and look because we're not quite sure where the primary source of this is yet they haven't found it and they've been looking for a little while since so, the 60s yeah, since the 60s so every rainy season you know a little bit of material wash up here or there but but not much anymore
1: and this is and the other neat thing about this too is along with it not being very hard on the environment is because this is all artisanal mining this is as you can you'll see in the pictures is that you know this is just a bunch of guys and a bunch of people out in the jungle not very many at a time, using very basic equipment. So it's not like you have these huge pieces of equipment burning tons of diesel and smoke. And I think it's, of, it, it's very minimal.
0: One of my favorite things was we were at, where were we one time? And we were we were on a riverbed, and it was just like a, a little village that got together, and on Sunday they would go.
1: They would oh, this just is go Cambodia. Line. Yeah, they would yeah. just go
0: mine, like, you know, we're going to have a cookout, and we're all going to go go sift go through, dirt. Through,
1: through dirt and by the riverbed. What we it's can something find yeah. so that's really cool is, is that you know this is making a difference and sometimes it's not even their primary occupation it's just something that you know like someone goes out and pans gold around here it's that it could be that same kind of thing is that uh, you know it may not be their primary occupation but it def- definitely changes their life especially if they sa- find something similar. it's kind
0: of like treasure hunting
1: it is it's yeah. definitely that's uh, gem mining is definitely similar to similar to treasure hunting they
0: little Indiana Jones
1: so what's the biggest what's the biggest lotus that we have left?
0: A ten carat. Ten. Yeah, but it's that color you like.
1: Ooh, yeah. yeah. Deep, rich orangey pink.
0: I don't think it's orangey pink. You, like you think that? it's more pinky orange? I think yeah. I
1: no, don't. it's more orangey pink. You like the more I do. Pinky I per-
0: orange. I I prefer the more pod parasha that peachy pinky color Jonathan likes it a little bit I deeper.
1: like a little deeper yeah. saturation this one has the most amazing that's why I saturation. won't
0: I won't own that 10 carat one it won't be mine
1: no it wouldn't be yours no. anyway <laughs> no it probably wouldn't <laughs> it's definitely gonna to go to some collector so if yeah. you're a collector you know let us know so in uh, in september we're actually going to be traveling to tanzania and going to a bunch of different gemstone mines and cutting facilities and all that kind of thing
0: yes i'm very excited
1: yeah i'm going on
0: safari too
1: we're also it will be our 10th <laughs> wedding anniversary yeah and well, Mary, so, did we say that we said our names. We are not brother and sister. No, we're, we're, we're married. We are married, yeah. and uh, so we uh, we met at uh, University of Utah. Go, Go Utes! Utes. Yeah. And uh, then we continued on and uh, went and became graduate gemologists. We're both graduate gemologists from the Gemological Institute of America, and we did that in Bangkok, Thailand, and visited a lot of different gemstone mines and cutting facilities and heat treatment facilities and all kinds of things. So if you guys have Questions about different parts of the gym industry, or how do they do this? How do they do that? What do you find here? What do you find there? Please write in and let us know what you'd like to hear about and what questions you have about gemstones. Because we'd love to, we'd love to answer those and have kind of a little bit of a conversation here. So it's not just us blabbering about.
0: We're kind of exciting. Yeah, we're not that boring. No, I think no. it's fun. Um, so I think that Lotus Garnet works best in rose gold.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I don't,
0: and I don't even like, I know there's a bunch of different combinations of alloys and stuff to get different rose gold colors or pink gold or whatever, whatever name you've got for it, but I like it best in 14 karat rose gold. I think 18 karat is a little too pinky.
1: It's a little too yellow.
0: Yeah. It, and it kind of pulls orange, and so it makes the stone go a funny color, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely it's definitely one of those gemstones that looks best in a specific color I, of yeah. metal.
0: I don't think it looks good in white gold. But that's a personal preference.
1: But it also depends on well, which saturation. Well, yeah, so my
0: favorite color, right, my, the, the really the peachy color peachier. that I like does not look good. Definitely not. And but
1: and but and the deeper, some right. of the deeper ones do look decent in the like gold. Yeah,
0: like Jonathan Lakes. <laughs> so we wanted to thank you all for listening to our very first podcast. We're babies.
1: gem junkies at parlaygems.com and let us know what you'd like to hear about any questions that you have. And we should be back next week to talk about,
0: I don't know, Opal. Yeah, we
1: might talk about Opal. I think yeah. Opal. Unless, unless we get a bunch of requests for something else, I think Opal will probably be our primary topic for next week.
0: And let's see. Oh, if you want to see any pictures or anything that we've talked or learn more about anything that we talked about today, check out our blog. Bye. Jam Junkies. Jam 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 Junkies. Jam Junkies.